Welcome back to the Morning Kickoff Show. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and here we are going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings' third and final preseason matchup against the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are 1-1 one one on the preseason with Mike Boone lighting it up. Gotta love Mike Boone. God, I, I that's a player I miss on the Vikings team. I mean, I shouldn't miss him, though. Our running backs are insane. I just love the kid. Uh, but the Vikings will travel to Denver to take on the Broncos this Saturday, 8 p.m. Central Time on Fox if you are in the Minnesota area. You can watch this game live, and I love night games. Night games get me going. Minnesota Vikings get loud if you're in Denver this weekend. It's going to be a fun matchup. So the Vikings have not won a preseason game yet, uh, but we're not really worried about that. We're more worried about how these position battles are going to go down, and that's what we're going to focus on today because yet we just played two preseason games and training camp has been through. We're really focusing on these position battles for the Vikings team, and we talked about this a lot on the show so far, and we're going to continue to talk about it until we have the official 53-man roster for the Vikings. Wednesday injury report for the team. Julian Taylor has been moved to IR for the team. Ryan Connolly has been moved to the pup list. Sucks to see both those players go, but hey, we'll probably get to see him sometime down the line. Ersma Jr. has returned to practice. This is great news for the team. Ersma Jr. has returned to practice. He was limited during Wednesday and Thursdays or Wednesday and Tuesday's practice, uh, but he did have a bandage on his hand. He's not going to play in this matchup. Um, I have him listed as questionable because the team has not announced that he won't play, but he will not play in this matchup. Just great to see him back at practice and should be healthy by week one. Andrew Booth Jr. did go down with the injury last week and has still been ruled out uh, this during this practices with an ankle injury, so I wouldn't expect him to be back. Chris Reed is day-to-day, -day and we could get to see him in this matchup. He is competing for a roster spot right now, so that's going to be huge for him. Same goes for Dan Chesina, who wants to once again for the fourth, third or fourth year in a row, make the roster spot as a uh, maybe a wide receiver, but also primarily a special teamer. Dan Chisina is competing for a very tough wide receiver spot for the Vikings. We're going to talk about this going forward. But the biggest one, and we're going to talk about this right off the bat, and that's the backup quarterback spot. I mean, this has gotten the most attention for the Vikings all preseason. Why? Because Sean Mannion and Kellen Mond just don't look like backup quarterbacks quite yet especially looking at Kellen Mond who um just needs to develop we'll give him a lot of time uh, but as of right now both these players don't look like backup quarterbacks Sean Mannion has still been giving snaps on the second team Kellen Mond third team and Nick Mullins who we just acquired from the Raiders on the fourth team for the Minnesota Vikings so we have a combat uh, a battle going on right now I'd expect to see all three of these quarterbacks given reps in this matchup we're specifically here looking at Nick Mullins because that's the biggest player on this roster right now he is the most experienced player and looks the most NFL ready out of all three of these guys Sean Mannion has spent some time with the team Kellen Mond has a long way to go from a starting spot and Nick Mullins looks like looks like Kirk Cousins backup we'll say that but backup quarterback spot while it gets the most attention is not the biggest the biggest position battle going on with the Vikings, even though it gets the most attention where we should, our focus should be, should be in the trenches because these are the players that we're going to watch play in the season, specifically looking on the starters for the offensive line. And that's why for the biggest one, we're going to have right guard. We still have yet to find out who our starting right guard is going to be. Right guard has been an issue for the Vikings the last four seasons, it feels like. We need Edring Ingram to step up. As of right now, Jesse Davis has not met his expectations. Uh, being a veteran who we signed this last offseason, you know who has met their expectations and exceeded them? Ed Ingram, second-round draft pick from LSU, already looks like he's the best option we have at right guard. He looked great so far this preseason. I've seen a lot of great things from him in the training camp, and right now we have him competing for to be a day one starter. First game in the NFL, he's going to start as a late, very late second-round draft pick. 
great for Ed Ingram. Watch him in this matchup. He has done great so far this year, uh, so far this uh, couple preseason games. He's so young, 23 years old. We need this player to step up. This is a desperate move the Vikings have to make to start Ed Ingram if he looks better than Jesse Davis. But starting right guard roster, we still don't know who's going to be the starting right guard. It's going to be one of these two guys. Starting center, same story, except this time you have two veterans. Both Garrett Bradbury and Austin Slotman, going on to 27 years old, are now competing for the starting center role. I've heard a lot of people talk about Schlotman winning the starting roster spot uh, at, at center. Fine. I need to see more. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Garrett Bradbury is the favorite to win center uh, for his fourth year in a role since he's been drafted. And Austin Slotman's trying to stop that from happening. So in the trenches, we have starting right guard and starting center, these position battles going on, and I'm super stoked to see what's going to happen. We know what, what offensive linemen are going to make the roster and who's not. We just don't know who's going to be on the first and second team of the Vikings offensive line. For wide receivers, like I've mentioned, this wide receiver list for the Vikings is ridiculous. We have five guys right now competing for wide receiver five and six rosters or five and six uh, roles. All of these guys deserve a roster spot. Even players who we just released like Albert Wilson. I mean, Tristan Jackson being moved to IR. We have multiple players who aren't even competing for the spot anymore as the Vikings have narrowed down their list. And yet these players look so tough. And this just shows like Vikings. Yes, we are a cursed franchise. Let's be honest. But when it comes to wide receivers, we are blessed. Not only do we run one of the best 11 personnels with the wide receiver tandem, but with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and KJ Osborne, you got Mir Smith-Marset in the rotation. You got these guys coming in. With Ola B.C. Johnson stepping in for Adam Thielen his rookie season and looking like a monster when it comes to route running and pass catching. Outside of that, we don't even know if he's going to make the roster. I mean, just this just shows all these young guys, 25 and under for the Vikings, who are all competing for this spot. It's so fun to see. BC Johnson is the favorite to be the wide receiver six or wide receiver five for the Vikings as he's going on to contract year. Um, Jalen Naylor, a rookie sixth round draft pick. He's looking to make the roster spot both as a wide receiver and as a punt returner in this matchup. We'll get more into that later. Uh, Myron Mitchell has done great so far this preseason. He looks like he deserves a roster spot. Dan Chisina is obviously Dan Chisina. If he plays in this matchup, he could win that spot. And Tristan Jackson is on this list as well. Now, a lot of these players are trying to win their roster spot as special teamers. Typically, those wide receiver five and six players don't get to play one rep on offense the entire season, unless if there's injuries. Uh, for example, Dan Chisina has made the roster the last couple seasons just because he's a stud on the special teams we could see this again going into year three or four for him whatever it is uh same goes for bc johnson excited to see what these players can do five and six roster spots let me know what you guys know because these wide receivers <laughs> it is a fierce competition going on at the wide receiver position and then next up staying in about the same area talking about tight ends i've talked about this way early in the offseason and i'm still talking about it today who is going to be the third tight end for the minnesota vikings in my opinion there isn't gonna be one <laughs> i don't believe the vikings are gonna have a third tight end and just looking at how koc runs an offense where he runs a lot more 11 personnel than he runs two tight end sets we see a completely new identity of an offense to the point where i think cj ham is going to play less of a fullback type of role and more of a tight end type of role he's not going to be moved to tight end but he will be Kind of our tight end three, pretty much, we'll say that. Uh, so right now, our competition, Ben Ellison, Zach Davidson, Nick Muse. You got to see all of these guys in the preseason so far. All of them look like they're going to start on the pre on the practice squad so far. 
Uh, Zach Davidson, huge on this player. I think that he's going to be great in the league. Is he ready to be a tight end three quite yet? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Nick Muse, obviously being a rookie, will likely start on the practice squad as well. So I believe there's only going to be two tight ends on this roster. I really think there will be. And then CJ Ham will kind of be our, a hybrid player. He, he can do everything you want him to do. Now moving on to defense for the Vikings, our second team defensive front. Just like how I talked with wide receivers, this competition is here because it's so tough. All of these guys look like they deserve roster spots. Every wide receiver is going to be, it's going to hurt to cut. I mean, the Vikings releasing Albert Wilson hurt because he did great in the preseason. Right now, we have a competition going on at the nose tackle, the backup nose tackle spot for the Vikings between T.Y. McGill and T.J. Smith. T.Y. McGill has so far had an excellent preseason. He's had, what, what was it, three and a half sacks this preseason so far. This veteran player coming in and absolutely lighting it up. And then you have T.J. Smith, who also looks like he could be the backup nose tackle over ty mcgill right now the reason why i say this is because smith is younger and he's also bigger and that's what you want you want size in a nose tackle so being the younger and bigger guy could make the roster spot over ty mcgill despite mcgill absolutely lighting it up in the preseason Still interested to see who's going to be this backup uh, nose. Excited to see, obviously, what Harrison Phillips can do as the starter. Our defensive line is ridiculous. Jalen Twyman, a player I've been very high on since we've drafted him, is also competing to be that backup three tech for the Vikings, backing up Armand Watts, maybe a future starter. Armand Watts is going into the final year of his contract, so we could see someone step up into his spot. And then Asasi Adamu, another rookie to talk about here for the Minnesota Vikings, uh, looking to make the roster spot as a, either an edge rusher or on the defensive front. He was a fifth-round draft pick, so I would expect that he makes the roster, and he also plays on special teams. I don't know. He is looking to win his roster spot. Like I said, it's a very fierce competition, so maybe he starts on the practice squad, and we work him into the starting role or work him into a backup role uh, in his sophomore season. We'll have to wait and see. And then, obviously, Jonathan Bullard. We've seen a lot of him in the preseason. So realistically, looking at defense, you can look at this as a good or bad thing. There's a lot of clear-cut winners, especially looking at uh, the, into the secondary and linebackers. Uh, when it comes to pass rushers, we have a lot of depth in the pass rushing team as well. So going to be interesting to see. Plus, being a backup pass rusher for the Vikings, you're going to get some time because expecting some of these starters go out with injuries you'll get some opportunities. And then on to special teams, because that was really it for defense right there. Punt returner. Our special teams does not look great when it comes to returning punts this preseason. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes on to the regular season. Who's going to win the spot? And like I mentioned before, Jalen Naylor can win a roster spot just simply as a punt returner. Amir Smith-Marset has done has not met expectations as a punt returner. We can't say that he's been terrible. He hasn't met his expectations. Jalen Naylor, another player who we drafted in the sixth round, primarily to win the punt returning role, needs to step up. We need one of these players to step up as a punt returner. If they don't, we could see Kane Wangu, or he's, he's going to be our kick returner. We could see Ty Chandler return some punts. Maybe KJ Osborne return some punts. We have some guys who have experienced special teams returners who could get an opportunity to be our starting punt returner in 2022. I'm curious what you guys think. So I'm excited to know how this is going to go down. We're going to obviously continue to talk about this until we have our official 53-man roster. As I love making predictions. I love um, I love arguing too, having some, having some debates over uh, who's going to win maybe the starting right guard role. We'll have to wait and see. Really interested to see how this week three, final week of the preseason, pans out for the Vikings. Let me know what y'all think.